Blog Talk Radio. Friday Radio Special on the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji. And yes, my name is Alex Akurji, and I am the Queen of Expression, and I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. (laughs) Okay, people, so um, first of all, I am just so pumped to be here today, and I'm always, you know, pumped to have the opportunity to have great, amazing conversations on the show. And just before we... um, you know, get into today's conversation, know that the Naked Talk is the hub for real, authentic conversations. And yes, we believe that expression is a sign of strength and not weakness. And so we do not apologize for just the thoughts that we have. We don't apologize for the things that we think and the way that we feel. We don't, we don't apologize for being authentic. We don't apologize for being real and transparent and just honest and open and revealing and bare, right? And just different things. But really, we don't apologize for just being who we really are. So welcome to the show. And I'm just so excited to just be here. Now, on Talk Wednesday, I had an amazing guest who was joining me live all the way from New York. Um, On Wednesday, we had a great conversation about how to break upwards after a hat break with my very special guest, uh, Chelsea Lee Trescott, who is an advice columnist and a breakup coach. Now, Chelsea, you know, has, you know, has Oh, God, such amazing, right, you know, just articles. You know, she's a great columnist for several publications. She writes for the Huffington Post and for Thought Catalog. And, you know, she also writes for Muggle and just a number of amazing publications. I can't even start to count. And, of course, she's had advice in, like, three books. So it was great to just have the amazing Chelsea, you know, come on the show. And, of course, share her wisdom and her brilliance. And just she was just dropping value bombs on the show. So it was great to just have that conversation. And there was great advice as well. And we got lots of questions. You know, there were emails coming in. And, and chats and all, and even though we haven't had the chat room open this season, and I, I'm wondering why. Um, it's great to be able to receive all the emails and the voice messages, and oh God, you know, just, just so much going on. And of course, on the show, we have amazing guests lined up for you. Oh my God, the quality of the guests are uh, top notch, international. We're talking about 
amazing influences from different parts of the world. So yes, you know, Chelsea was here, and if you missed that episode live, don't forget that you can catch all our archived shows right here on the radio channel on Block Talk Radio, or you can just go to our official website, go to www.thenakedtalk.live, and you can catch all our archived shows, or you can listen to listen to The Naked Talk on any of your favorite um, apps or your favorite radio channels, depending on where you like to hang out, if you like to hang out on Apple Podcasts, or you like to hang out on Stitcher, we're syndicating all over your internet radio. And yes, we're syndicated on 12 networks, so you have no reason whatsoever not to catch the Naked Talk. So yes, you can catch the Naked Talk. We're on Stitcher. We're on TuneIn Radio. We're on Player FM. We're on Podcast Media. We're on God Apple Podcasts. We're on um, Acast. We're on, oh my God, we're on the Good Radio Network in Canada. We're on Port Africa um, in Uganda. We're on Castbox FM. We're on Radio Public. Oh God, we're everywhere. Where are we? <laughs> Peter, we're everywhere. Anyway, so you have no reason whatsoever to miss the show. Now, let's not forget, The Naked Talk is brought to you by so many amazing brands. Amazing partners and amazing supporters and people who just believe in the naked philosophy, right? And they support the naked philosophy. And of course, this episode of the show uh, TF of TNT uh, 087 is brought to you by our friends at Global Royale. Now, Global Royale is all about bringing to you and giving you the lifestyle. And of course, you can find out more about Global Royale if you're interested in just Oh my God, having a life and just tapping into you know just amazing offerings they have in with real estate. They're they're about to give you a home of your own. Like, why would you tap into that? I you know I've been you know I've tapped into their particular global royale and hey, who doesn't want to own um you know a nice amazing house? I mean, so think about that investment. Just go to global royale www.globalroyal.biz, and royal is R O Y A L E. Yes, <laughs> royal with an E. Dot B I Z, and you can find out more just about their amazing portfolio and the amazing packages and just, just how you can really tap into the opportunity that they're giving to you know, lots of people around the world. Now, don't forget, you can also, you know, the show is also brought to you by our amazing friends at QTB Events. Now, QTB is all about first top class, a notch, right? Um, just amazing events um, and uh, yeah, events, entertainment events and all. And you can find out more about them. You can go to their website at www.qtabevents.com. Now, it's amazing. You know how I do this thing. There's no script anything. This show is totally unscripted and uncensored and unfiltered. So I have to remember all of these amazing things. Oh, my God. Well, don't forget, the show is also brought to you by our friends at Zinger Naturals. And Zinger Natural, oh, my God, they're all about organic products if you're talking about your beauty products from you know the amazing amazing body products to your hair products and all and all made from the finest fruits and vegetables all natural and I'm loving how my skin is looking right now let me tell you and thank you to it for just the amazing work that you're doing at Cinchi Natural and all the amazing products here you know you just created and I love I really really love the carrot and yogurt and you can find out more about you know what Cinch Naturals are, are creating and yes they are shipping to wherever you are so you don't have to worry about delivery just make sure to go to their Instagram page you can go to instagram.com slash naturals natural with an S and you can find out more just about what their um creating now oh, there's so much happening and if you don't know about my uh, amazing VIP mastermind uh, I do have an amazing you know mastermind for influencers and it's called the Brat Club and the Brat Club for brilliant 
brilliant influencers, people who want to, you know, go-getters, achievers. We all have a goal. You know, whether you have a big goal or a small goal or, you know, whatever kind of goal you have, we're just there to hold your hands and just make it happen for you. So um, if you want to find out more about The Brat Club, make sure to go to www.thebratclub.com. Oh, my God. You know, today um, I always like to just, you know, share a bit of light on just the amazing work, the amazing influences, people who are doing people at The Reporters, Inc., and the CEO, uh, director of The Reporters, Inc., Max Sachs, the mayor in the U.S., and they're doing putting together this amazing documentary, and they're telling the stories of, um, what's the name of the documentary again? Innocent Convict. Yes, the Innocent Convict. And it's just, you know, telling the story of wrongfully convicted citizens, you know, people who are paying time and doing time for crimes that they haven't committed, and not only how this affects them, but also how it affects you know, their community, their families, their immediate families, and just, you know, just the justice system. And, you know, just think about it, how, you know, people are doing 20 years, 30 years for crimes that they are innocent of, and just how sometimes the justice system fails these people, and just, you know, what the backlash of that and how that affects their families and their um and their immediate communities and, you know, just their relation, you know, the relatives and just all of that. So this is a powerful documentary, and I just think it's great that there are people who are just, you know, raising their voices, you know, for people who don't have a voice. And that also brings me to, um, you know, Chinyere Koro's uh, Girl Child Foundation, and she's doing this amazing, you know, just putting together this amazing foundation for, you know, just, and trying to shed a bit more light on young girls, you know, just the things that are happening, you know, people getting raped, especially here in Africa and here in Nigeria, you know, girls getting raped and uh, who are victims of violence and rape and just just so much happening. And, you know, they're putting together some amazing events and, you know, starting with, you know, having to deliver, uh, deliver sorry, sanitary towels to, you know, girls and, and, and a couple of schools, right, um, in the eastern part of Nigeria. And, you know, I just want to just say well done. I think it's great when individuals stand up and do something. You don't always have to wait um, for somebody else to take the lead. It's so important that we just stand up. We just do what we can from our own corner, no matter how little it is, just do something. You have to take action. Don't wait for someone to change the world. You know, if you want the world to change, then you're going to have to, you know, take action. You're going to start with you. You know, the change has to start with you. So um, it's just amazing to have this amazing people doing great, amazing stuff. So today on TNT, Sarah H7, we're all about the chase to the top with my very special guest who's already live here in the studio. She's in the virtual studio. And uh, I know this, that you know, many people would agree you know, that the best kind of songwriting comes from life experience. Now, today's guest is a multifaceted art artist, and she is a gifted singer, songwriter, and a pianist with a powerful, dynamic, authentic voice whose lyrics and songs are mostly influenced by her tenacity and ability to stay positive through the tumultuous times that she's endured on her chase to the top of her dreams. Now, I'm very excited to have with me American singer, songwriter, and pianist, Danielle Taylor, who's joining me live all the way from California as we explore what it takes to chase our dreams. Hi, Danielle. Welcome to the Naked Talk. Hey, Alex. Good to, good to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, well, let me tell you this, Danielle, first of all, just before we get into the conversation, there's a red carpet. I don't know if you see the red carpet, but there's a red carpet for you. Um, so you just have to take a couple of pictures. Can you take a couple of pictures? I know. Yeah. While we're getting this show started. <laughs> oh, you can see there. All right. Okay, great. But, you know, I'm just, first of all, I'm really excited. And, um, okay, I'm always excited to have conversations with people, with amazing people, because I 
do always have amazing people on the show. But it's not every time that you find, you know, just, I mean, there's just so many talented people out there, right? And you're one of those people, but, you know, I stumbled in your work, and I just fell in love with your music. Now, I know, you know, it's, um, and, of course, this is, this is uh, why this is so important is because it's not every time you, you listen to an artist and you just feel like, like, you know, sometimes some songs grow on you, some artists grow on you, some it takes a while for you to get to know them, right? Mm-hmm, but then there's yeah. some you just stumble in their work, and it almost feels like you, you, it almost feel like feels like there's a connection, or like you like you've known them, or you know them, right? Just by listening to their, you know, to their to their music. So let me ask you this: When did you first fall in love? Um, did, I'm sorry, I didn't have the whole question. When did I first fall in love with music in general? When did you first fall in love with music? Yeah, probably. I mean, I've loved music forever, probably my whole life. I mean, I imagine that, like, in the womb, I was probably singing songs, you know. <laughs> I don't really know. I, I love it so much, and I've always said that if – this sounds so corny, but I, if it didn't exist, I'd invent it, you know. Like, it's just so important <laughs> to me that I, I want it around all the time. I wish I had a soundtrack, like a giant orchestra just orchestrating my whole <laughs> life so I had music behind me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you. I'm sure that I'm sure that you know. I, I'm sure that if there, you know, there's mu- if there's no music, I w- I really wonder what the world would be like. You know, um, there's something that we do here in Nigeria. Sometimes we have like a no music day, and I can tell what? you that it's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So, what's, what is the purpose just to like reflect well, on life without music, or what's the point of having no? support the people who set it up and it really was just to shed you know just to, to help help people right so, i mean a lot of the times people don't understand the value of just the value of music and the work that artists have to go through to create the work that they create and i guess this is just i mean this is created by the intellectual property uh copyright society here in nigeria but i think it just felt like people were abusing music right and because there's just so much music people don't realize how how much value. So imagine a world without music. Imagine just getting a couple of hours with no music, like right? no music day. And you can see how boring it is not tuning, you know, tuning to your radio and not hear a sound of music. And people are just talking like it's hard for radio stations to run an entire day without not even the sound of music, right? So um, I guess it wanted yeah. to reflect in the value and value it more, you know. So I guess, I guess that's why. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about you. Now, I know that people, um, so many people have, an, you know, just those who know you very well, have an idea of who Danielle Taylor is, right? They can tell you all the amazing things and not so amazing things about her. But if you were to describe yourself, um, how would you describe yourself? Ooh, um, like a like a twelve year old trapped in a six foot blonde body. <laughs> That's how I would describe myself. I'm um, I'm a very like positive, energy, happy like probably happy ninety percent of the time, maybe a little bit more. Um, I don't know. I'm just like a dork. I love Disney movies and cartoons and ideas of, of, um, you know, fairy tales and just things that are just so magical and beautiful and nerdy. And I don't know, that, that is like the core of me. And then everything else is, you know, you have to be an adult, you live in the world. So I am an adult, but at heart, like I I'm touched by like, you know, just cute moments, magical moments that, that, connect back to when you I guess were a child or when we all were children and and you you have imagination and anything is possible and um you know you're impressed by even like the smallest Mm -hmm. thing a flower is still super beautiful when you're a kid you know versus when you're Mm -hmm. older someone brought you a flower from their garden you might be like thanks you know 
mm-hmm. and said, you know, our, our expectations rise, what impresses us. Uh, it takes way more to impress us. It takes a lot more to, mm-hmm. to create a lasting impression. So I'm kind of, mm-hmm. I've, I've reconnected or, or maybe just stayed that way throughout my life about, you know, just young at heart, I guess, is a, is a very mm-hmm. poignant way of saying it. Yes. So. You know, I, I love that. And just listening to you, I think that is so I think one, I think it's so beautiful, but I also think it's so important because the world is such a tough place, right? There's just so much happening yeah. and that we all lose our innocence. We all lose our happy. We do. We do. Right. Yeah. We're also um, just, uh, we're also busy with, you know, just trying to show up and, you know, there's just so much going on in our lives that we even forget to be just, you know, we just forget to really leave and to be happy and to just find that happy spot. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I, I said that, that, you know, I've been learning for the last couple of years to just find my happy place even in chaos. So I think it's great yeah. that, you know, irrespective of, and I know that your life, your life hasn't exactly been a fairy tale, but you're just, the fact that you're able to just find your happy place and still let that translate to not just who you are as a person, but to your work as well. I think it's um, it's a beautiful thing. But let's talk a little Thank bit you. about your early days. Let's talk about let's talk about the days growing up. Um, and I know that you okay. used to play the clarinet. <laughs> I know you used I to did. play the clarinet. Yeah. <laughs> so what, yeah. what was that like? I mean, first of all, how did you? I mean, how did that happen? What was it? How did the clarinet come into your life? I mean, what was it like? Really, you know, the early days growing up. Well, so um, my mom played the clarinet when she was younger, and she told my sisters and I, because I have two younger sisters, and she told all of us, you have to play an instrument. I think, it's a, I think learning to read music and understand music is part of you know, developing your brain, mm-hmm. and I want your brain to be as developed as possible, so you're going to learn music. Um, and so when I was younger, um, there was a music program at my school, and I was like in third grade. I don't know how old you are in third grade, but I was pretty, pretty little. <laughs> and, um, and they were like, you can pick an instrument. What do you want to pick? And I was really torn between the violin because I thought the violin was a gorgeous mm-hmm. instrument and mm-hmm. the clarinet. And I ultimately was like, my mom's the best. I want to be just like her. So then I chose the clarinet <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I played forever. You know, I played for years and years and years um, on the clarinet and it, it, I think having a knowledge of music is, you know, when you're trying to be a musician for a living, I think it's extremely important mm-hmm. to know how music works from its basic fundamentals to its um, mm-hmm. very simplistic versions and, and voicings mm-hmm. and stuff. So I, I'm very grateful, but I was definitely a little band geek when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? You just talking about that now even gives me a little bit more clarity as to why you're so good because like you said you know it's important for you to have a little bit of you know basic understanding of music so i guess you know with having to play the clarinet you had to learn sound notes and all all of those you know all the class and i don't know what happened i think i left music class at, i can't remember <laughs> i oh, probably really? walked out of my music i can't remember um, but you know i do know i've forgotten my basic music oh god i was like you know but i've forgotten my basic music but i think it's great that you know and i can tell i think that it comes through right, in your artistry. I really do think it comes through, you know, just listening to your work. I think that, you know, that understanding, uh, you know, I mean, I think it does come through. But, you know, that's my opinion, and, and I can't wait for the listeners to, to tell me what they think as well. But so you yeah. went, there was a transition. There was a transition. So you went from the clarinet, and then you kind of found yourself falling in love with the piano. Now, how did that yeah. happen? And from what I hear, you know, your self-thought. So how did it go on? I mean, how is that? The clarinet and the piano, that's like two totally different kinds of instruments. Oh, my gosh, I know. 
Yeah, so I played the clarinet forever, and then one time, and I was kind of getting, like, tired of playing it as I got older, you know, because I felt there were several times throughout my life when I was like, I want to be a singer, you know, and people Mm -hmm. were like, no, 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 stay in your little box, like, you're a good clarinet player, you could, like, have a great career Mm -hmm. that way, just stay there, and I Mm. was shy and timid, and I, I didn't have a lot of inner gumption, I guess, and so I listened, and I just stayed put. And as I got older and my in, and I became more and more independent and, and grew into who I was more, I really was like, I want to sing. I want to, I want to sing. I want to know how to sing. You know, I think I'm all right singing along to, you know, whatever I'm listening to, but um, mm-hmm. I, I really want to learn more about it. And, and people were like, no, no. So then eventually I just decided like, okay, I'm over the clarinet. I'm not playing it anymore. Um, around that time, my clarinet actually got stolen from me, which was really sad. And so it kind of like broke something inside me and mm-hmm. that was already starting mm-hmm. to break, you know, uh, so mm-hmm. I was just over it. And when I wanted to be a singer, I went to a friend of mine who connected me to a producer and the producer was like, I'm sure you have a nice voice, but you have to have more than that. You have to be able to like write songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and play an instrument. Otherwise, you're just going to be one in a million, like one mm-hmm. person in a sea of pretty voices, you know? Because mm-hmm. being able to sing is not, it's not super unique, you know? Lots of people mm-hmm. can sing well, you know? So um, mm-hmm. then I tried the guitar, and I was awful at it. I thought it would be cute. I thought I'd be like a pretty girl <laughs> on the guitar, but I was terrible at it. And it was really hard, and I was like, I don't want to do this. And so I was like, well, I know where all the keys are. I know what every note is on the piano already. There's no learning in mm-hmm. terms of like where mm-hmm. the notes are just from my music experience mm-hmm. and, and being exposed. And I know a lot about music theory and I know a lot about chord progression. So I'm going to try the piano. And so um, mm-hmm. I ended up getting one online for free from a family who was donating it. And their only mm-hmm. requirement was, you know, pay, pay to pick it up, like come pick it up. Like we're not going to take it to you. Mm-hmm. And it was like 300 bucks to rent a U-Haul. And I was living by myself in this house and, um, I didn't have a refrigerator and the house was like freezing. And I was like, ah, I need a fridge, but I also want this piano. Mm. And I kind of had to choose between the two. And I was like, I'll just eat hot between. food forever. Wow. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so I chose the piano. I went and I got it. I brought it to my house and I played on it for like six hours a day ish. I was really bad at first. I mean, I could play chords, but you know, that wasn't anything special. Mm-hmm. I couldn't play. I couldn't separate my right and my left hand. I couldn't sing at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, because it's a lot of, like, mental mm-hmm. uh, yeah. segregation in your brain. You have to, you know, your arms mm-hmm. have to each do something different. Your your rhythm of your voice has to do something different. So I really practiced on all of that, um, and that's where I kind of got my start in songwriting, and my beginning songs were terrible. And <laughs> But it was a good experience. <laughs> it was good to just have the freedom to suck is pretty much <laughs> what it was for me. And then... I don't know, over time you just get better, you know. It's just that 10,000 hours thing where you put in a lot of effort and eventually you start to get better because you want to get better and you do your best, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Amazing. I think it's just so amazing. And, you know, just, you know, I picked something from that. I mean, you, first of all, let's be honest, you know, you were leaving on your own, probably going through some difficult time, trying to transition. Mm-hmm. You wanted to learn, you know, you really wanted it bad. You wanted to be a singer. And of course, you didn't have, you know, luck, the luxury. I mean, the, you know, the, let's be honest, sometimes funds are limited. And you could, you yeah. really needed a fridge. And you had to make yeah. a sacrifice. You had to choose between what was, you know, what's happening right now or what you needed right now and your future. 
Right. And yeah. just that one decision, you know, I think that because here, here's the thing, you may have thought, oh, I could always get a piano, right? I need this fridge right now. I'm, you know, I need, <laughs> I need this and yeah. you know, I need a refrigerator and I can always get a piano sometime. Maybe who knows, I would save it. And it's funny how sometimes we just take action when we want to do something, we want it really bad. We, you know, we have to choose and you took action. And I think that has brought you to where you are right now and you have to teach yourself yeah. and, and that's what I picked from that because I noticed that again a lot of times just because we don't have the experience or the knowledge it kind of holds a lot of people back right I don't know how to play piano yeah. so hey I don't know but you have to teach yourself yeah. right you didn't have to wait for yeah. anybody to show you or you know no. and, and that's amazing because I <laughs> that is amazing because I've done there are lots of things yeah. about myself as well you know, so, yeah. but here's something we're going to do. Here's what, what we're going to do. How about we take, let's take a quick, a quick commercial break. Um, don't okay. go anywhere. We'll be back. Okay. I'll be here. <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. You're listening to the Naked Talk. It's so uncensored. She keeps it real. She keeps it straight. She tells it like it is no matter who's afraid to bear. <laughs> You're listening to the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. Okay, we're back, and if you're just tuning in, well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji, and yes, my name is Alex Akurji, that hasn't changed. <laughs> I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa, and, you know, just before we went in that little commercial break, I, you know, I was talking to my very special guest who's live here in the studio, and, uh, you know, amazing singer, songwriter, and a musician. I have to call her musician. She's a pianist. And she's joining us live all the way from California in the U.S. And, you know, we were just talking about just, you know, what it was like, you know, um, how, you know, just when she fell in love with music and just what it was like, you know, playing the clarinet and jumping from that and transitioning into playing the piano and just how she made quite a bit of sacrifice to teach herself how to do that and, um, you know, just become this amazing performer that she is right now. But don't forget, guys, if you want to join this conversation, don't forget, this is live and you can join the conversation. It's interactive. You can call into the show. Uh, the number to call in is 323-642-1693. Three, three, if you want to call in, don't forget, you can call in to chat with, you want to say something to me, or okay, I know you don't want to talk to me. You want to talk to Danielle. If you want to talk to Danielle, just call in, plus one. Three two three six four two one six nine three. If you're calling from the U.S., call as a local number. If you're calling from outside the U.S., make sure to dial your plus one and uh, use your hand raising effect. Make sure to press one so we know that you want to speak, and then we can get you into um, the studio. Now I see a lot of people. I see a couple of people dialed in, but if you want to, make sure to press one. If you don't press one, then we don't know that you want to speak. So you have to use your hand raising effect, and we can get you into the conversation. Now you can also tweet at us. Don't forget you can tweet using hashtag the Naked Talk. Um, if you have a comment or question or whatever it is, just use hashtag the Naked 
TikTok, on Twitter, and of course, your tweets will be read on the show. Or you can send us a message. Uh, you can send a message or question to hello at the naked talk live, and of course, your question or comments will be read on the show. Or you can send us a message at our. Unfortunately, our in-studio chat room is not live. It hasn't been live this, oh my God, it's, it's weird because we haven't trouble running this live. But you can still find several ways to be part of the conversation. Or you can just click the Skype button. There's a live free Skype button and you can click on that. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Okay, great. I thought I lost you there for a moment. Um, no. Okay, so um, just before we went to the commercial break, you know, we're talking about just how you had transitioned from um, playing the clarinet and, you know, to learning how to play the piano and, you, you know, you shared how that happened. Now let's talk about your um, music influence. Let's talk about, you know, what, it, what would you say, who are some of your greatest music influences? Ooh, I would say probably um, Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Sarah Bareilles. Ah, I love that. Right now. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love them too. Okay, so I guess that's why I love you too. Okay, great. So I can I can see I can see that. Um, even though you're you know you're giving you were giving me so you know I don't want to say too much. I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to kill this for people. I, I really want people to get the experience that I got. So okay, but let's talk about that. If you were to define your your kind of music, your genre, I've been trying to figure out. Um, because I listened to your, your new album, your album, and you know, I was just, I was like, oh my gosh, she, she reminds me of this here, and she, she makes me feel this way here, and she makes it, you know, and I'm trying to put you into, but I can't seem to do that. So would you help me and tell me how would you define your kind of music? Yeah, I, um, I honestly, I have the same problem. A lot of times, you have to brand yourself, you know, if you want to sell yourself, but, um, <laughs> but I, I would say the mm-hmm. best thing is adult contemporary music slash pop you know more of like adult okay. pop not like you yeah. know i'm intended not, for yeah, people not, who not high listen to lyrics yeah <laughs> Yes. No, I get it. I get it because when I was like, oh, she's a pop sensor. I'm not like, no. Well, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, okay, yeah, adult pop. And really, you know, you one of the beauties, I think, of, of what your music is not just, um, I mean, there's a lot of music going on in terms of the musicality and, you know, instruments and all of that. But there's also powerful lyrics, very simple, but also Great songwriting. There's a great, you know, there's a bucket of great songwriting that, you know, all of us can connect to. I can listen to it. And I'm like, wow, yeah, you know, <laughs> right, right? So um, I think that that is so, so, so important. But you know what? I think I've been saying too much. I've been saying too much. I've been talking too much. So how about we do, let's do a little something, right? Um, I'm going to play one of the songs. And I know something amazing happened this time. I think, was it in July, right? Your song, one of your songs, Right, got on the, uh, on the top chat, right? It was chatting, right? And it got mm-hmm. to yeah. tell us a little bit about it. Tell us a little bit about it. So I did a radio campaign um, in July, like mm-hmm. you said. And I, I don't know, I just ended up charting. Uh, one of my songs, RSVP, ended up charting at number 43, I believe, on the charts. And I was like four. I, I, I totally was like, oh, my God. You know, I was very excited because <laughs> I was like, 43 and Adele was like number 38 and she was like only a couple above me and I was like oh my god yeah I'm famous yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited um because I've never charted anywhere before and it was really great that my song was re- so well received and people liked it I mean that's you know I love my music I write it because I enjoy it and it's like the best feeling ever when other people like it too you know we can all party to the same song and I love it 
That you know that is so true. I mean, and here's the thing: there's so many great, great singers and you know performers and musicians out there. And you know, sometimes you know when you get to kind of like a list, like the best of the best, that kind of makes you feel like, oh yeah, that's like a part of the back, right? And I really, totally. do, I think that sometimes you give me like an Adele vibe. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. So let's let's listen to this song. Let's listen to the RSVP song. Let's hear, let's hear the song that, you know, totally got, you know, got on the chat and, you know, was just a few blocks away from Adele. So this is RSVP. <laughs> <laughs> this is RSVP by Danielle Taylor. And I'm very excited to play this song right here in Nigeria. So, hey, <laughs> take a listen and we'll be back. Enjoy. What are you waiting for? What kind of invitation do you need if I invited you? How would you RSVP? I might be there, but I can't be sure. Don't know what's outside my front door. Oh, yes, I'm coming. You can
Paris VP by my very special guest, Danielle Taylor. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think something's wrong with me. Hi, Danielle, welcome back. Hi. Thanks. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, okay, I, so. I, I'm so glad you played that song. Thank you. Oh, okay, great. You know, I, you know, first of all, I heard it. I was like, okay, this is, and, and I saw the video too. I, I thought it was, you know, years. So let's talk a little bit about RSVP. Um, so what were you thinking? I mean, this song was written by you, if I'm correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, first of all, and, you know, I, I, what was it, you know, what, where do you get your inspiration from? You know, what inspires your music? Um, um, well, lyrically, I, I feel like a lot of my songs um, are kind of the same in terms of the lyrical mm-hmm. content. You know, I'm, I'm about, mm-hmm. um, my, I write about perseverance and um, taking on life's challenges and remaining positive mm-hmm. and doing your mm-hmm. best, all that stuff, being nice to one another. Like that is kind of the, the string that ties everything together for mm-hmm. me across the board. And then it's just a matter of, mm-hmm. of my artistic uh, take on it and mm-hmm. how, I, how I change it up, you know? So for this song, mm-hmm. I was thinking about um, life as one big party. And there are tons of people mm-hmm. I know personally who, you know, who are, who are like, oh, I don't want to go out tonight. Or, oh, you know, whatever. You, mm-hmm. you have a long day. You kind of are, you know. Or that's just your MO. That's just your personality. And you just are a homebody. And you're perfectly content with that. And it just made me think about different kinds mm-hmm. of people. Or even myself sometimes when I commit to going somewhere. And then I'm like, ugh, I don't want to. You know, it was more like life is a party. Mm-hmm. Life is, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of bad stuff for sure, right? All over mm-hmm. the world, all of the mm-hmm. time. But there's also tons of great, amazing, mm-hmm. beautiful stuff. And it was mostly mm-hmm. like, if I invited you to the party of your life, mm-hmm. how would you mm-hmm. RSVP? Would you be like, I will be mm-hmm. there and I will you mm-hmm. know, rock the house? Or are you going to be scared and stay inside and not attend the party? You know, um, So that's what it was really about. Just be brave. Don't be a, a wallflower. Like Every person has mm-hmm. something unique to offer the world. And, you know, mm-hmm. the world misses out when you, when you deny it, your, your light, your beauty and your, you know, personality. So and I, it, it was just mostly like that kind of a vibe. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, you know, it's great that you say that because a lot of people actually miss the invitation. Like, you know, they missed the opportunity. So, I mean, if you invited someone to become, and, and it, this could, you know, we can all internalize this and we can interpret, interpret it to however we want to interpret it to, right? I mean, you could, mm-hmm. a lot of times there's an opportunity to become part of something, something that might be to your benefit. It might be something to showcase your brilliance or yeah. something that might give birth to something that you never even expected. It could be something that could, you know, just make, maybe help you blossom but we're also scared and you know we're constantly dealing with our number one self-sabotaging emotion which is fear um fear of whatever that fear is really and so sometimes some people might even reject the rsvp just because they're not you know they don't know how they're going to show up and they miss an opportunity of a lifetime so i i think the song spoke to me you know that's what i took away from it so um yeah but i I see people dialed into the show again if you want to speak don't forget to press one you have to press one if you want to say something so if you don't press one then you know we're just going to assume that you're listening right so (laughs) so please if you want to say something to danielle or to me or you want to okay (laughs) great okay so we've got a caller let's take this call 
Hello? Yes, can you hear Hi. me? Hi. Yeah, hello? Hi. Hi. This is Azuka yes, I can hear from the U.S. Yeah. Hi, Azuka. Azuka, 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 Azuka. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Naked Talk. Awesome, thank you. Actually, I called in specifically to salute Alex O'Courage. You're a phenomenal woman. <laughs> I've been following your show for a very short time since I got introduced to you by my blind blogger friend. And you are phenomenal. You are wonderful. And I'm so excited. And I'm really, really inspired by what you do. I also checked out the, 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 the person on the show today. Wonderful woman. I'm so impressed. To be honest with you, both of you have inspired me to take my game to the next level. Thank you so much. And I'm still listening. Great. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Azuka, for calling in. And, you know, thank you for checking out Danielle. Um, she's amazing. And she has just, there's still such, like, lots of great stuff waiting on the show. So thank you so much, Azuka, for calling in. I really appreciate this a lot. Thank you so much for the encouragement. Okay, so, Danielle, um, again, I see still people dialed in. If you want to, you know, say something, make sure to press one. If you don't press one, then we just think you're listed. So, um, but, you know, back to our conversation, Danielle. Uh, what would you say are like you know personal attributes, things that you think are so important to you, right? And that you think that are also not just valuable to you as a person, um, but to your music career. Um, I would say, I don't know, honesty. You know, self-evaluation mm-hmm. and honesty. And um, mm-hmm. I know I just used this word, but perseverance. I really think that's the name <laughs> of the game. I mean, there are a million mm-hmm. people trying to do the same thing regardless of what field mm-hmm. it is right for me it's music for you it's, mm-hmm. it's video mm-hmm. everybody there's competition everywhere you go and that's healthy mm-hmm. it, it challenges you to be your best and you should definitely mm-hmm. rise to the occasion but you know if you're in the game a long time and I, I mean it doesn't have to be that long but like you know for a couple years <laughs> at least it, you find mm-hmm. a lot of elements of discouragement and mm-hmm. um if you quit of course you're never going to win you know, because you, you mm-hmm. took yourself out of the race. So the the main yeah. thing I think that, that has really helped me out in anything I do is, you know, being honest with myself, really taking taking a good look at where I'm at, how I can grow, um, not being big-headed mm-hmm. about something, but also not being too, mm-hmm. you know, down on myself either. And mm-hmm. um, just, you know, keep going. Like, I have faith that the things that I want in life will come to fruition and I'm going to work hard and stay in this game as long as I have to to make that happen. And that's mm-hmm. just my style in general. And I think it's a good, I mean, it's the way I do things. I think it's a good way to do it because, you know, you remain positive and you keep trying. And you have little successes along the way that encourage you further, you mm-hmm. know, and, and mm-hmm. eventually things happen. Yes, and, and and things are happening. I mean, hey, you're you know you're a powerful guest on a you know on a show broadcast live in Nigeria from Nigeria to the rest yes. of the world. That's I think that's something awesome. That's a huge that's deal. Yeah, awesome. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. You know, but let's talk about let's talk about you know your album. I mean, you first you know just before this album, and you have an album called Fourteen Forty. Now I'm very intrigued because I don't know what that is about. I mean, like, really, why did you call your album that, like, 1440? I'm, I'm trying to figure it yeah, out. I've been so, trying to figure it out. <laughs> I know. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I named it 1440 because it is a measurement of time. Um, it's a number of, of seconds before midnight. That's what it's about. And it ah, correlates to my oh. second song on the album. Yeah. 
so the second song on the record is called Dead and Gone. And that song mm. is, again, about the idea of having one life to live and how are you going to live it? You know, are you going to take chances and make the most out of it? Or are you going mm-hmm. to play it safe? Um, mm-hmm. What do you do? So for me, um, I, I kind of counted like midnight as, you know, the end of life. You know, if you get 24 mm. hours in a day, um, and all the minutes and all those hours, midnight is the end of your day mm-hmm. and the end of your yeah. life. And 1440 is that's how much time you have left. So mm. uh, that would be like 1136 in the evening. And if it's 1136, what are you going to do for the next 24 minutes? You know, so mm. um, that's kind of what it's about. It's just a measurement of time. I'm a, I'm a nerd and I like math and numbers and the idea of time <laughs> and stuff like that. So I, I wanted to put something kind of sneaky in there but that's really what it's about and it's yeah. named 1440 because it's the whole album to me is just make the most of your life you know don't be afraid to fall mm. in love like don't be afraid to mm-hmm. dance like a like a crazy person like just have a good time and <laughs> um you know embrace all the beauty that you're presented with but here's the thing you know i here's what is you know there's just so much i listen to and i you know i i'm, I'm great that this is my show so i have the right I can, and i can play what i want to play right on the show <laughs> and you know but there's just a yeah. lot of depth to the songs and you know just i mean first I mean, you. Right, I mean, you made me almost made me crazy. I was thinking, what is fourteen forty? What is fourteen? You know, so I'm glad you just clarified that for me. But what was the process yeah. like? You know, putting together this album because I can imagine, and I'm talking like from from top to bottom, like top to bottom, like great music. So what was it like putting together? And, and I'm just saying this, but I know that you know the listeners are going to get a chance to listen to quite a number of the stuff on you know on the album. So what was it like putting together the album? Um, it was really fun. <laughs> I, uh, I I love doing that. I mean, I write all the songs and I have them at my house um, or I write them at my house and they kind of come out one by one. And sometimes they come out rapid fire. I'll, I'll write a song and the next day I'm writing a new song and the next day I'm writing a new one. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's like a month in between. I don't mm-hmm. have um, any time constraints. I, I currently have the freedom to write when I'm inspired mm-hmm. to write and mm-hmm. I pay attention to that. And so I am like, oh, I'm in the mood. And then boom, a song mm-hmm. comes up. Um, which I love. I also then take it to my my producer, and he and I will sit mm-hmm. down and we go through the songs. And then he contributes um, pieces where he's like, I think it would be way better if we change this or if we add this mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. so he makes little notes along the way. And we conceptualize what mm-hmm. the band would do, and then you know we put it together and we we do the drums and the bass and the guitar and then the piano and just all all the layers get added on and it is the best. It's so fun. And for this one, actually, um, I have string players, you know, and it was cool Mm -hmm. because I got to write a lot of the string parts um, and watch people play what I wrote, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, We had an accordion player. So we just got to experiment with a lot of different instruments and, you know, it tied me back to my classical days on the clarinet because it was just really, Mm -hmm. each, each piece has its own, uh, they're all important and they all play a very important different role and they support each other and play off of each other. And so to so making the music is the best part because it's totally a team effort. You know, I mean, I can write a song alone in my house mm-hmm. and play it for people, but mm-hmm. making it what it is mm-hmm. that you get to hear at the end of the day is mm-hmm. totally multiple making people. magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really fun. Okay. So, 
talking about this. You know, I, I think we're we're just talking right now, but I think that people need to get a kind of kind of glimpse of what we're talking about. So I'm gonna play a song right now, and this is a bird's dime. And I love this song. <laughs> so this is a bird's dime by Danielle Taylor. And I, I you know, because you're, you're talking about the strings and all of this, and it started to make sense. Oh, yeah, she probably wrote, because I'm like, the musicality in this album is like pretty, you know, okay, so we're, we're, we'll get back to our conversation. But this is a bird's dime <laughs> by Danielle Taylor. Enjoy, and we'll be back. Hold i 
Time by Janielle Taylor. Oh, my God. I think I gave me ghost pimples. Oh, my God. Okay, come back. And this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Okorji. And, yes, my name is still Alex Okorji, and you're listening to the Naked Talk. And I'm coming to you live all the way from Lagos, Nigeria, in the heart of Africa. And, oh, my goodness, I'm just so, 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 so pumped to, you know, have Danielle Taylor, who's joining me live all the way from um, California in the U.S. And, you know, thank you again once again to Azuka Azuke, who called into the show and still, you know, listening and, you know, just shared his you know, share his thoughts. But Danielle, welcome back to welcome back, welcome back. Hi, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi. Okay. <laughs> you gave me gooses. You know, like um. So let's talk a little bit about a borrowed time. Oh my God. First of all, you were giving me some Adele. Okay, no, maybe that's not the word, but you were giving me some a bit of Adele. There was the, I was getting the Adele vibe. Um. Thank you. Oh my God. But that's you know, not 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 a cap not. A, it is, but not a, it's not like one, right? It's not a cap on copy, but you know, there's the vibe. There's that very mature, um, very deep introspection. Like I think kind of song makes you go into like a bit of you know introspection or you know something like that. But let's talk about a you know a bor- we're all leaving on a borrowed dime, and there's not enough mm-hmm. time. Oh my god, what were you thinking? <laughs> I know. Well, really. so <laughs> I have so I have some fans that that I've met through you know obviously performing and stuff. And that I've become, mm-hmm. you know, friends with. And they, the song is about waking up next to the person that you love and wanting to mm. spend as much time as you can with them, you know. Um, just yeah. not because of, I mean, we are factually only given so much time and none of us really know how much time we're given, mm-hmm. you know. So it is important to do mm-hmm. and use your time as best as possible in whatever way that works for you in your life. But, um this was mostly about like, you know, you're my favorite person in the world and I want to spend every possible second I can with you um, for me. And I was watching, there was a, there was a couple um, and the wife had breast cancer and the husband was insanely supportive of her. He was, he was, he did everything. He made jokes, make her laugh. When mm-hmm. she, she had a double mastectomy, he was like, let's get you new boobies, you know, anything to make you feel beautiful because you are, and I love you and I'm here for you. And they're like best friends. And oh, wow. I loved that, you know, and that was very like, cause there's a lot of things, you know, when, when you, um, when you hear all the, the marriage vows and stuff and you talk about till death do you part sickness and health and stuff, I don't think people really think about that. You know, like my grandfather and my grandmother, um, he's sick and she's taking care of him. And there's a lot, um, kind of, you know, in the fine print of, of being with someone and mm-hmm. really, you know, it is there to me, it was just so inspiring to see someone be so strong for the person that they love so much. And I, I love that. I think, you know, we only get so much time and it is important to soak up the people that you love and to share yourself with them and vice versa. And, you know, I just think there's something, you know, there's something magical in connecting with other people. And that's what that song is really about. Just connecting with, with, you know, important people in your life and, and sharing your time with them because you only get so much. Amazing, amazing. And, you know, oh, my God, it came through. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, just a little bit about the secret behind your very powerful voice and, you know, Uh (laughs) the delivery. And just how how do you maintain, how do you maintain such a high standard, like, you know, just in terms of your delivery? Because I've listened to the, you know, to the entire album, so... I kind of th- I think I know what I'm talking <laughs> okay. about. You do, yeah. You're a pro. <laughs> um, it's, okay, I mean, so. it's been a journey. <laughs> yeah, I. So for I have a I have a, an EP that I did before this album, 
Um, it's my first full length, but I had like a five song record that I put out before the year before this one. And that one, my voice was way different because I didn't really know. I didn't know where I needed to improve. Um, no one had ever told me. And the first mm. time I worked with the producer who produced this record, he was like, okay, you're gonna have to bring it. And I was like, Psh, I got this, I'm gonna bring it, you know? And then I get in there to the studio and I start to sing the vocals and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean what am I doing? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. You need to like spell these out. And I was like, I don't, I am. And he's like, no, you're not. And so I didn't even know oh, wow. that I could do those things. And, um, mm-hmm. and so he really, and it was really, it was a very hard growing process for me. I spent a lot of time for that EP crying and doing my best, trying to make things happen, being frustrated that I wasn't as good as I wanted to be in that moment, you know, because being, getting better at anything takes time. And I am not super patient. I mean, that's something I work on for myself because I, I have very high standards for myself. I want to be amazing right now, you know? Um, And so for this record, you know, it was a year later. I knew what I needed to grow, where I needed to grow, what I needed mm-hmm. to work on. I was able to practice that all the time. I've, I'm here in California, mm-hmm. and I do shows, like, all year mm-hmm. long, like, between 150 mm-hmm. to 170 shows a year. So I'm always performing. Wow. And I have lots of opportunity to practice. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I have to forego some of the, um, you know – the party, the partiness, like I can't, I can't go out and get crazy and, and shout <laughs> across a room too much, or, you know, I have to eat right and, and, and be healthy mm-hmm. and not drink a lot of alcohol. I love wine and I, I don't get to drink it that much because, you know, you want to take care of your instrument mm-hmm. and you're a human mm-hmm. and you have human limitations. And so I feel like I've been given a gift in terms of the strength of my voice and I want to preserve that and respect that and take care of it. So I do a lot of um, you know, I warm up before I sing and all that stuff. And I'm just very open-minded. Like now that I know that I'm not the best singer in the world, you know, I, <laughs> I know that I want to be, and I work on it all the time because I, it's important to me. Mm-hmm. I want to be great. And um, so I, I, I recently in the last couple of months actually started taking lessons from someone who teaches like Sia how to sing and Demi Lovato. And she's a great vocal coach and she, you know, she's teaching me where my weaknesses are and how to make my, you know, those, those weaknesses, um, you know, build on them and make them stronger. And, you know, I like, I just like knowing where I'm at, like how good I am, how good I am not, where I need to work and how I can get better because I want to be able to do anything I can imagine with my voice. Um, and that's only possible if you have that, you know, the strength behind that. So. You know what, um, Danielle, I really admire you and admire you and, and, and I love that we're having, you know, this conversation because you just said something that is so poignant. I think that a lot of people need to learn. I mean, we're never, I mean, if you feel like you're your best, then you're done, right? Because there's always room yeah. for improvements, right? There's always room to be yeah. better. Like, I'm always thinking of ways to be better, even, you know, as an actress here or, you know, as a radio host, I'm thinking, okay, how can my last show be better than, or how can my next show be better than my last one? And yeah. so to be so good and to have such a great, you know, to, to have such a great album, but still feel like I can still be a better singer. I can still, you know, what do I need to do to be better? I think that a lot of people, that, and, I, and I say this, and I hope that the listeners are picking something from this great, amazing conversation we're having, is that you know, no matter how great you are, no matter achievements that you've made, you, there's always room to be better. And it's, it does, you know, we can't be, it's okay to, un, to know where you're failing or where you're falling short 
or where you can be better. And I think that it's yeah. nice that you say this because this is definitely going to help a lot of people who are out there who are either, you know, disillusioned or, you know, just think that they're at their best, you know. And sometimes it's okay. It's also good to, you know, hear the criticism. It's also good to have someone like your producer. Um, I mean, if he didn't tell you what he told you, you know, at the beginning of the recording, you wouldn't have a better album that you, than you had with the last one. So yeah. I guess it's good that sometimes yeah. we can have people who can tell us the truth and say, okay, you know what, this is where you can be better or this is how you can do this and maybe you should try this. And it's also, it's also you know, it's important for us to be open as well to learning because, again, I think especially for creatives and, you know, people who think they have a gift, sometimes we can get so in our, into ourselves that we don't want to listen, right? We don't want to, you know, we don't want to listen yeah. to um, other people's opinions or just, yes, I mean, we still have to, the decision is still up to us. But then if we're tapped into our truth and we're honest with ourselves, we know that there can, it can be better, right? Everything can be better. Absolutely. So, yeah. And that's, amazing. and that's my main, my main thing. You know, I, I always am, am, am trying to be whatever tomorrow's better version of today is, you know? I, that sounds maybe weird, but the person I'm trying to be better than isn't, you know, the next door neighbor somewhere. I'm trying to be better than I was yesterday or my last record. Or like you said, you know, you're always trying mm-hmm. to, how can I have a, a better uh, conversation? How can I make the show better? How can I be a better actress? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you're constantly striving for that, there's no way that you're not going to get better. You know, even if you're not mm-hmm. the best in the world, even if you end up, mm-hmm. even if like my best is ever this, you know, I'm always trying mm-hmm. and I always will. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Awesome. This is this is this is really really awesome. Okay, so you know, just talking about you know, um, um, and, and uh, so let me ask you this: Do you think that life is a circus? <laughs> Do you think life is a circus? <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. Well, that that <laughs> my song "Circus" <laughs> is actually about one of my friends, and she was kind of sad that I wrote this song about her, but. Um, it was, it started out because I, um, you know, life changes and as you change and grow, so do your friendships. And I'm a very open and honest person. And I was just telling her like, Hey, I don't really, you know, I'm sad that we don't hang out more. And I'm sad that you don't like Mm -hmm. try to call me and find out what's going on in my world. Mm -hmm. You know, someone in her Mm -hmm. life died. She didn't even tell me just stuff like that. And so I was, I wrote the song Circus because I felt like she and I were in this perpetual, like, you know, kind of merry-go-round, you know, just Mm -hmm. the game of friendship instead of really just engaging and being friends, you know, because sometimes you get really comfortable and you forget, actually, I haven't reached out to my buddy Mm -hmm. over there in a while. So Mm -hmm. that's what the song's Mm -hmm. about. It's like, I want to get off of the, off of the uh, merry-go-round. I want to, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I got stuck in this like hamster wheel of a game with you. Mm -hmm. I want to move forward Mm -hmm. past this moment. And that's what that song's really about. So it's, it's kind of a little bit of a darker version of, of sounds for me, but I mm-hmm. love it because it's very, you know, relationships can be up and down. And I feel like as long as you're open and honest about stuff, you can move through it and end up, you know, with a great friendship at the end of the day, because you're both being like straight up and that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I think is the best. So. <laughs> And we've all and we've all had that experience in our lives, you know, whether whether we're admitted or not. We've, you know, had you know that sort of you know that sort of circus, you know, having that kind of relationship where we feel like okay, someone has drifted, and and that has happened to me as well, you know, like, and everyone just thinks oh, you know, and it kind of looks like oh, just because you're becoming who you're becoming, right? And yeah, 
Yeah, you no longer I mean, here, or you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on, and 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 <laughs> right, and you're losing touch, and totally. it's not because you don't care about this person, you don't want to be, um, you know, but again, you know, things are happening on the other side, and so now that we're talking about circus, I think it's a great time to play Circus by Daniel Taylor, and we'll be back or anywhere. <laughs> Up and down on the merry-go-round, I'm addicted to the sound of the bells and whistles and the lights are flashing, I'm rocked up in the round, can't get up off the ground, my head is spinning and I'm not quite sure when I got off track, but I know that I need to get back. And that 
with Circus by Daniel Taylor. Hey! Okay, guys, welcome back to the Naked Talk with Alex Akurzi. And yes, it's been quite a bit of talk and music. Um, you know, it's always awesome to just have amazing, amazing influences, people who are influencing the world with whatever their gifts or talent or your special specialty is, and of course, Danielle Taylor is influencing the world with music, and I can tell you this because, you know, the moment I stumbled on, you know, listen to her stuff, and I'm thinking, oh my God, you know, I'm having different kinds of feelings, I'm thinking different things, and it's just nice to know that, you know, you can listen to something that puts you in a great mood, and just makes you feel happy and better, and, and oh, so hey guys, uh, if you're just tuning in wherever you're tuning in from around the world, don't forget that this is the hub for real, authentic conversation. And I've been ha- having such a great time just chatting with singer, songwriter, and uh, pianist, musician, <laughs> I like musician Danielle Taylor, who's joining me live all the way from California in the USA. Now, I know that I've received a couple of questions from you guys. You guys have sent in a bit of questions. I, I remember saying, send your questions to hello at the naked talk live, and I hope we have enough time <laughs> to be able to do this. Um, but I would just read, you know, one or two questions um, to Danielle. And um, hi, Danielle. Yeah. Welcome back. Hey, Hi. good to be here. You know, Loving it. <laughs> circus has this, you know, it's given me this kind of like, oh, my God. You know, it has a little bit of a rock vibe. It has a bit oh, of a pop of a rock. Yeah. Like a, there's, it's just some, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but, you know, it has this really very, it's, it's about a, oh, God. Okay. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> but that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm sounding like, I'm sounding almost yeah. like a groupie. I'm like a fan. Like, oh, you have a fan in Nigeria. <laughs> okay. So um, there, there are a couple of questions that are coming. And, um, okay, so let's see. This question is from... Okay, this question is for Mary. Mary is one of our very, <laughs> it's one of our listeners. Okay, so Mary is saying, hi, Danielle. I love your song, A Borrowed Dime. Wow, very, oh, very great. nice. And yes, Alex is right. You almost sound like Adele. Um, but let me wow. ask you if you, would, if you were to collaborate with anyone who is on your top, who is on the top of your list, and who would you love to do an international collaboration with? Okay, so this is kind of like a two-in-one question, sorry. Okay, so the first one is, if you would love to collaborate with anyone, who would be on the top of your list? I think that's the first question. Yes, well, first, hi, Mary. Thank you for saying something so nice about me. I appreciate it. Um, I would probably try to collaborate with today, um, living today, uh, Josh Groban, actually. I think that'd be really fun. Mm. He does a lot of sweeping, great movement. Um, and I think that that would be super, super fun. And I feel like I could really stretch my legs as a musician that way. It would be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you, then, okay, so she said there's, okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the other questions about international um, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. singers and, and, and musicians. And I'm like the worst at, 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 um, knowing who people are internationally. Um, so I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I would want to say like Adele would be so fun to do a song with, but I feel mm-hmm. like she's just a million times better than me. So maybe, <laughs> um, I don't know. It might be fun to do something with like Bruno Mars. That could be really cool. Um, I think he's a, youth, mm. I don't know where he's from though. Um, I don't know where he's from, but that, that could be really fun. Or um, just somebody with a lot of spunk. I'd probably want to do something with mm-hmm. someone who is edgy, 
you know, and have, mm-hmm. you know, a great voice. That's probably a dude, probably, because I feel like me and another girl, (laughs) we might be the same. We might sound similar and, you know, but I think that would be really fun to do something with um, some kind of, some kind of some dude. Maybe Sam Smith. I think he's British. I'm really bad at this answer. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But I would, you know, here's the thing. I had a guest on my show. His name is Peter Kelly. And I would love to connect the both of you. I think that and who knows i think that you people could do something who knows you know peter is so he's a great um he's a pop rock singer from from new york and he's so good he's been a guest on this show twice and but i think that you guys but you know again back to i mean you talked about i'd love to see something you know you and bruno maz i think that would be really good that would be colder that would be really sweet oh my god that would be so cool um you know just uh danielle and bruno maz who knows (laughs) okay so um yeah (laughs) okay so Let's talk about what I mean. You've been you've been doing this for quite a while, right? Um, you know, you mm-hmm. had your first EP, um, your first album, The Chase, and um, and then you have this album, Fourteen Forty. Now, what was something that you wish you knew when you first started out as an independent artist? Is there something that you wish you knew when you first started out? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So my very first one, actually, I have one EP before The Chase, so I have three three okay. recordings out. And, uh-huh. um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, wish that I knew, I wish I knew how to write songs well when I started out. That would have been nice. <laughs> um, you know, because you waste, it's not wasted, but you spend a lot of time learning mm-hmm. how to write a song, you know, and, and about melodies and about just the different rules about, um, you know, quote, hit song making. There's a lot of, like, there's, there are actually a lot of things that, that every hit song does. Any song you hear on the radio, there's something that they all have in common. Mm-hmm. And learning what those things are and choosing when to do those or when not to do those, mm-hmm. you know, um, that, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff is, I think it's crucial if you want to end up selling your music ever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And you can just structure your songs a certain way. But that, that would probably be the thing because I feel like it would have saved me a lot of time in terms of, like, you know, if I just came into the game knowing all that, I'd be like, whoa, let's, let's do this. And then I would have just been able to work on, like, the voice part. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, but I think, you know, again, yeah, sometimes some things take so much longer. Like, it takes us a while to learn so- something, especially when we come when, when we start off. And then as we grow in the industry or in the, you know, in that niche, and then we start to learn the, the things, and, and then our work becomes better. So let's do this. And I know we don't have enough time, but how about we do this? I want to take another one of your songs. And this is Is It Okay by Danielle Taylor. And we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just enjoy. One of those days when it's hot but it rains at the same time One of those days I pretend that I am but I'm not fine It's one of those days I couldn't get up if I wanted to It's all of this weight on me It's one of those days I look in the mirror I don't know myself One of those days I just want to Disappear. It's one of those days when I want to give up, give in to impossible. I tried to be the hero, but I ended up the fool. Is it okay if I fall apart? 
to be by myself It's one of those days I swear I'm gonna lose it It's one of those days I just wanna cry It's one of those days I miss my mom I miss my dad Looking back on everything I ever had Is it okay if I fall apart? Okay if I don't bounce back? I'll be okay, I just need a minute To be by myself minutes left before the show wraps up. It is definitely not okay because I'm having such a great time talking to my guest, Danielle Taylor, who's joining me live all the way from California in the U.S. Hey, Danielle. Oh, my God. Hey. Oh, God. You're giving me so much. There's just, you know, I'm getting the, oh, God. Okay. Here's it. And this is weird, but I'm getting, you know, I can imagine what if, what if you had someone like Adele do a cover to the song? Would you be totally stoked? Like, what would that feel like to just wake up and you hear Adele doing like a cover to Is It Okay? Because, you know, it's just yeah. me that uh, <laughs> that would be nice, right? Yeah, that would be amazing. She's She's got an amazing, she just has such a, a richness to her voice. It would be fantastic. Yeah. 
and you do have a richness to your voice too. You know, I thought this is this is one of my favorite actually, one of my one of my favorite of the songs um, because you take us to a, you you take us to a number of places with this song, and you know, again, one of those very, very deep reflective you know songs that make you just think about you know just what's going on with yourself and where you're at. And I think it's beautiful. Songwriting is beautiful, and the song is beautiful, and I'm sure that the fans Thank agree. You. Um, with this um okay so i know we don't have enough time left and you know i still want to be able to um do a couple of things so let me ask you this um what what is the craziest thing a fan has done i mean i know that people probably you know you get a lot i'm sure you get a lot of people tell you how they feel about your your music but is there any crazy Mm -hmm. thing someone has done to to show you how how much of a big fan they are (laughs) um no, I mean, right now, my fans are really great people. Everybody I've met, I, I really love everyone I've met. And, um, I mean, I don't really, I'm, I'm, I don't really smoke any, I breathe air. I don't really do any uh, recreational drugs. So I've definitely had people offer some stuff to me in the past, and that's probably the wildest thing. But for the most part, everyone is, they're just like the nicest people and always respectful and always really great. And I love that, you know. I mean, I haven't had anything... No horror stories yet, which I'm very happy about, actually. So, <laughs> very great people. Um, yeah, I, I, I love my fans. They're amazing. Thank goodness for that. And even if you had crazy fans, so what, right? So what, yeah. <laughs> right? You'd still love them all the same, right? So uh, I so, would. I okay, would. so. The- <laughs> You would love them still. Okay, so I know we don't have that much time. Oh, my God. And, you know, I wanted to play one song. And I ha- I totally hate doing having to do, like, a little bit of teaser. But how about we do – oh, shoot. But, okay, so there's a tweet. There's a tweet from uh, one of our – Good friends and supporters, uh, Maxwell Ivy. Oh my God, Peter, let me have this tweet. What's, what, what does the tweet say? What does it say? Um, okay, it says, okay, you should never miss one of Alex's shows. Such a great guest right now, live on the show. Okay, so people think that you're a great guest, Danielle. Um, oh, I guess great. People love thank it. you. Okay, that was a tweet. <laughs> that was a, thank you, Maxwell. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Maxwell Ivy. Maxwell is in Texas, all the way in Texas. And uh, yeah, okay, Thanks. so we're having a great, yeah, great time. Okay, so oh god, Danielle, I'm gonna have to bring you back again on the show. This is weird. I'm gonna I would have love to. That. I'm gonna want to. Do, <laughs> you would love that, right? I would love to bring you to a roundtable conversation, and I would love to bring you in a room to one of our because we're starting what we one of our roundtables, our VIP roundtables, and I would love to bring you in with a couple of other musicians, right, artists, and we can have a great. We can have a party. We can have a real party. Right? <laughs> I like parties. Yeah. <laughs> That would be nice. Great. You like parties? That would be I think you fit right at home. You fit right at home. It'd be nice. I'd love to. I'd love to drag you. And Peter, I'd love to bring you and Peter Kelly into a room together. That's definitely sure <laughs> on the year. Um, yeah, I know we don't have enough time. I, but I just before that. we get into, uh, let me, I, I would, uh, you know, just but let, let's just before we wrap this up. Um, what I mean for those who are. You know who are, who are going around trying to chase their own dreams, right? Um, everyone's on that chase, right? We're we're all on the chase. Yes. Um, what what would you say it takes to actually chase our dreams? What would you say it takes? Um, courage and and faith and determination. I think those are the three things that you need. You need to have the courage to do it because you know mm-hmm. if you're scared, it's never going to happen. And um, you need to have faith that you are good enough and that you will make it. Because mm-hmm. if you don't believe in the end results, there's no reason to chase mm-hmm. that dream. And then determination, True. never give up, you know. If you love something, keep at it. 
you know, do it until you die. Just keep going. Mm. Um, those are my I love that. Courage. <laughs> Courage, faith, and determination, and that's so true. And sometimes you miss one or you don't have any of it, and then, hey, you know, boom, your dreams, you know, just die. So it's important to have courage, faith, and determination. Thank you so much, Danielle. Yeah. You've just been a really awesome guest. And thank you so much for, you know, just spending time with us. I know you're a busy artist, and I know you're constantly just, you know, um, performing, and I see that on Twitter. But where's the best place for your fans to connect? I mean, for the listeners to connect, or the, you know, if people want to connect with you. And we got so many questions, but we can't take it. It's just not enough time. Oh, my God. We could do this for, like, you know, an entire day. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah. you know, um, if, if the listeners want to connect with you, where's the best place for them to connect with you and uh, find my you? Website. It's, yeah, my website is daniellepaylormusic.com. Um, and it's the best place because there's, like, a contact thing, and you can send a message, and it comes mm-hmm. to me, and I can read it and talk to my fans. Mm-hmm. And you can mm-hmm. follow me on all my social stuff, which is all listed on my website, too. So, okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's the best. And honestly, I just want to say, I know we don't have a lot of time either, but you are so upbeat and so fun and just so lively and positive yourself. I, I, I had a great time talking to you, and I appreciate you having me on your show. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you so much, Danielle. Thank you. This means a lot to me. So, I mean, if you all want to connect with Danielle, don't forget you can go to her website, Danielle, www. Okay, just go to DanielleTaylorMusic.com. And all you have to do is just click on the show notes. If you click on the show notes, if you just click on her name right now, on your show note right there, it will take you straight to her website. So you don't even have to remember what her website is. Just click on it, and then it will take you straight to her website. It's linked. Uh, oh, Danielle, it's been such a pleasure. And I would love to wrap the show with one of, you know, one of your songs. And this is Family. Family mm. by Danielle. And I think that we're all family. It doesn't matter whether you live in the U.S. or you're in Africa or you're in America or wherever you're listening from around the world. At the end of the day, you know, we're all family. We're all chasing the same thing you know <laughs> however it's packaged yes. all chasing the same thing so this is family by daniel taylor and till i come back to you again same time on talk wednesday enjoy ciao thank you so much daniel bye thank you what do you see when you look at me What is the first thing that you think? What's on your mind when you talk to me? Is it my size, my class, my clothes? What do you think you know about the girl you met a moment ago? So much you don't know. You've got to look deeper than what you think. We are all bound together. We're like one big family, like one big family. Gotta look deeper than what you think We are all bound together We're like one big family Like one big family Hold my hand if you understand What I'm trying to say to you We are all the same Hold my hand if you